0: Disclaimer, this podcast contains adult language.
1: Hello there, folks, and welcome back to the Armchair Pundits with myself, Hammy Hamilton, and Leicester boy, Lindsay. Hello, Hammy. Hello there. You munching on a wee cake?
0: I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I thought I could have gone to finish by the time I was meant to talk.
1: Aye, but... uh, perfect timing for the podcaster. Eh? Anyway, so, Old Firm, we've called the episode The Old Firm Hangover, which is pretty fucking relevant to me. You out. die. Aye, aye. Well, it was actually a lot worse this morning, but, uh, doesn't like an iron brew nowadays can't cure so that's uh, <laughs> it i'm so right right. <laughs> <laughs> um, gargling on the sawdust this morning it felt like when i woke up man it was <laughs> fucking it was horrific but yep um another old firm that will probably go down in history the first one ibrox we know fans mm-hmm. um
0: d- d- did you watch your game you obviously did mm-hmm. i did i i was in work so i kind of had an eye on it i didn't even manage to like Watch it thoroughly, but I, I seen most. of it. I kind of go to just the game, then I've watched the highlights a few times as well. I, I was up at, I don't know, ten pushed by eleven. So <laughs> i to say one past ten. I was up at ten <laughs> pushed by
1: <10:01. laughs> <laughs> ten Wasn't far off? It to be fair. I Woke up two rolls and sausage. I just have a routine every single time I watch an old firm. Uh uh-huh. Up at about ten usually. Well, I, I, because it was a half twelve kickoff, I slept in slightly past ten. But um, have a shower two rolls and sausage, four peronies, half bobo, <laughs> and then it's Odin Hill before the game even starts. But, aye, an interesting game to say the least. What's your thoughts on, well,
0: just dive straight in here, do you think that Rangers deserve to win the game? Well, they scored more goals, so it's hard to argue that they didn't deserve to win the game. But I think over the course of the game, Celtic were probably the side in the ascendancy more often mm-hmm. they played their high pressure really well and that diamond worked brilliantly I had my doubts about it as I went before the game because I thought the midfield was going to be very narrow yep which little would have left a lot of space for Tavenier and Barisic. <laughs> that's and Barisic to get up the pitch but um no that, that, that Celtic didn't make the most of their chances Rangers got one real chance and made it count that's mm-hmm. pretty much how the game went so that is, like it's hard to say they didn't deserve to win it when they won it but of old firm games, I, I feel harsh. I feel, maybe a bit sorry for Celtic.
1: Yep, I, I totally agree. It was one of the old firms that, going into it, you're just looking at Rangers form, how unbelievable they've been so far this season. Celtic haven't quite been at the races. I know that maybe the last five games or something like that, they have. Since looked... they've
0: changed to that midfield four for with Diamond, Sorrow, and tumble coming in, they have been a lot, lot better. Uh, and even in that old firm game that we just seen, compared to the old firm game earlier in the season when Conor Goldson got the two goals, the, the gap has been closed somewhat.
1: Yep. No, I, I do get what you mean. Obviously, the gap has got wider, but in a sense of... I would say, if you're a Rangers fan, yep, you're going to have to celebrate. Mm-hmm. But a couple of days after it, you're going to need to look at the game and go, right. We got lucky. Yeah, because in recent years... Rangers have found a way to beat Celtic. Yep. They've set up that four, three, three. The three that play more advanced areas always drop deep. Yep. And it's just always worked. It's it's the same when Rangers play in Europe. They play they come up against opposition who actually want to play football mm-hmm. and Rangers just know how to beat these teams. Yep. And it's the same with Celtic, whereas the whole form that we just watched it was it was on the other foot and i think it is all to do with that diamond yeah. as you were saying the mm-hmm. diamond worked an absolute treat i mean watching it on sports scene they highlight the diamond mm-hmm. and it just kind of moves about shifts left to right and it's just always you know what I thought maintained really
0: about it was when rangers had the ball with goldson and balligan kind of edward and griffiths dropped off a bit and tumble came up to make a front three Mm -hmm. and tumble would just occupy the space in front of those two and allow edward and griffiths to go out to paris and having to stop them giving up the pitch yep try and hold rangers back and then when that happened that initiated the press and that's when the midfield came forward and it really put rangers under pressure in their own half and for i would say probably the first 40 minutes of the game rangers looked unsettled like celtic were really putting the pressure on and rangers looked they struggled to come up their own half on occasion a ball came off but they, 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 there's no denying that they did struggle they obviously got the win yeah and that's what matters but the Celtic made life very hard for them especially in that first 40 after that, yep. Rangers just started to find their feet um, and maybe it's fatigue I don't know what happened but after the second half Rangers came out and looked a bit more about themselves Yep. started getting a bit more of the ball and then they got their goal
1: Yep, um, exactly we will go on in the second half and just a wee minute, but talking about the first half, first forty minutes, it was all Celtic. Yep, and the high press was exceptional mm-hmm. for me. For me, Celtic outplayed Rangers the uh-huh. full of the first half. Yep, I don't think Range well, they didn't have a shot and target the full game, uh-huh. but especially in the first half, they were lackluster. They looked they couldn't, they literally couldn't get out their half. They couldn't get in the final third. Mm-hmm. Barisic and Tavernier, going into the game, you're going right. Celtic have set up a 4-1-2-1-2 one, with two, one, two, that diamond and it's very in, the in the middle. Eh? It's very narrow. Rangers have got two wingers as opposed to Celtic um, having one on each side. Yep. So you've got like Frimpong who's supposed to mark Barisic and Kent. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, you've got like who needs to be marking Roof and Tavernier. And you could actually argue just given how well young Jeremy Fr- Frimpong played. Yeah. You could argue he actually was a lot better than all the other
0: wings combined, if you like. I I'd maybe one of the best I probably one of the best in the pitch to be fair. I think the only thing that pong was lacking you yeah, uh in the old term yesterday, Sunday when we recording this was um a it second was, half. It was his final ball. Yeah, Even right. in the first half he was getting he was finding the positions in behind barisic and imagine to get those runs and he had a lot of space, and just every time the final ball was lacking. Yep. There was one cross in the first half that was particularly bad. They managed it was nobody fit about ten yards on about him. Mm-hmm. Swing the ball into the box. Edward and Griffiths both waiting. Uh, didn't he didn't get the right connection on at all, and it goes it sails slowly to the front post, to maybe I can come out and collect it when no real issue. Yep. And that for me is, I think, been Pong's biggest issue this season, has been his final ball. Yep. I think Celtic will be delighted when James Forrest gets back to fitness. I don't know. Don't know where he fits into this diamond, but. It gives at least Frimpong another another option on the right-hand side for a final ball. We know what James Forrest is capable of when he comes back. I think yep. that'll work wonders for Celtic.
1: And it just shows that confidence. I mean, Frimpong is rapid. Oh, lightning quick. And it was quite scary how well we actually played. Just in the first half, the second half, he went missing. But I suppose that came after the red card, etc, etc. But in the first half, he wasn't shy to take it by. The Players, I mean, every single chance that you watch mm-hmm. from the first half or Celtic, so he was involved somewhere or another, and yeah. it usually started with him. It was usually him, you know, firing it up the, the wing past Barisic, just running past Roof as if he wasn't there, mm-hmm. and Glenn Kamara as well. The three of them, he yep. just bombed up. You wasn't caring if it was Kamara, Barisic, and Roof, it it or, right? or, or yeah, Ryan Kent, but they were switching about that much. I
0: was trying to. Obviously, it was hard to keep track you of what were seeing formation when you were just looking at one anyway because you were that pissed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, wasn't the end the day with the formation changing, it was probably just me <laughs> pissed. I, um, but three minutes into the game, Celtic started. Going into an old firm, right? See when they like punt the ball forward for kickoff uh-huh. and the intent just looked there and the high press was there from the word go. Three minutes into the game, Alan McGregor is forced to make a double save, albeit the second of that double save was offside. Yep. But, I mean, just talk about that. Before we go into the world-class save, uh-huh. you could probably argue that one, was as well.
0: Absolutely. The first save is brilliant. Edward does really nice in a tight, tight space. We've seen Edward do that a million times. His feet are very quick and he's able to get a shot away. He does really well to get the shot away. McGregor makes a good save. It rebounds. Doesn't fall for McGregor, unluckily. Was it McGregor? It was McGregor, went to him? It was McGregor Griffiths. It was one of two of them. Griffiths. It didn't fall for them, and the ball comes back out to Edward. He gets a shot away. And Alan McGregor just does what all goalkeepers that are worth are. I mean, he does it really well. He gets down, but he also makes his body really big. He extends the limbs out, legs and the arms are up. It's just it makes his body so big and closes down every angle that Edward possibly can get. Mm-hmm. Luckily for Rangers and Alan McGregor, it was offside. Well, wouldn't have mattered. Aye, it's a cracking save. Absolutely brilliant.
1: McGregor doesn't know it's offside. Aye, that's it. You play the whistle. Aye, it's just... I mean, we've got on to the second save in a bit, so we'll uh, stop sucking his dick just to now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on to that in a bit. Morelos on Frimpong, that challenge was another talking point in the game uh-huh. that I've seen a lot of Celtic fans actually raging
0: about. Well, they're going to be because they lost. If they won, they're not going to say anything about it, but yep. do you know that way when you lose, there's always... Aye, of course, kind of, of course. A, I'm a bit of an issue with, but no, it's, it's silly for a Yellow card for you? I, I, It's no more than a yellow, why? At that stage, it's early in the game, and Bobby Madden's probably thinking, just try and keep a lid on it. If I start booking players this early, it can go anywhere, so I can get I it's a booking, but I can understand with the severity of the game and stuff, why Bobby Madden hasn't booked him.
1: Yep. Then we're getting on to a... Well, Lee Griffiths, how do you think he played in the game?
0: I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He
1: was outstanding, I thought.
0: He yep, was Celtic's man. especially in old firms with the likes of Scott Brown not performing this season, and Lee Griffiths coming back into the squad. is that kind of player that you know you can rely on. Yep. That player that's going to be good, he's going to be consistent, especially in old firm games. i have seen his record in old firm games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's many Celtic fans that would begrudge him of a starting position in the next game. I thought... Ah, oh, come on, we'll come on, come on later. I'm going to talk about them coming off, but we'll we'll go through the first
1: half first. Right, no worries. Uh, Griffiths for me was tremendous. He was probably him and Frimpong were real standouts for me, uh-huh. um, especially in the first half. I don't think there was much of a performance from Celtic in the second, given what happened. Yeah, but we'll talk about surely the first half because Celtic's dominance of of the game happened in that one half, yep. and that it was so dominant in that half that it kind of overseen the overall game uh-huh. so Griffiths for me you actually just need to stop and think the last old firm the one at Celtic Park the Goldson Double mm-hmm. earlier on in the season the team that Rangers played it's a totally different team Yep, it is a, and people don't realise that mm-hmm. it's like I genuinely, the players, the formation, everything was oh, well, different.
0: Had, Griffiths only got subbed on that game in the Aye. 85th minute. and They he, didn't, then he made, like, the game was coming live when he came on. You know what I that was? Griffiths is a player that can force an issue. That's. Yep. He done that, I showed that again yesterday. I mean, look at the save that he brought out in Alan McGregor. Exactly. Aye, it was just phenomenal, wasn't it? Absolutely, I know. It's a great shot shot for distance for Griffiths. We spoke before the game, saying that if it was that front three... I was going to be a bit worried for Rangers' defense because Edwards a kind of false nine who likes to drag open space and drag defenders out of yep, the way. Yep. Griffith's that perfect number nine to exploit that space. Yeah. And Tumble's a player that can shoot for distance. I never even thought about Griffith shooting for distance because you don't see it in his locker as much anymore because he has that kind of poacher. But that yeah. was exceptional shot and an unbelievable save. I mean, just I'm just trying
1: to think about some of the players. I mean, just off the top of my head. I mean, they were playing three at the back in the first old form. Uh-huh. You had players like Welsh. We- well, we call them Wales. Uh-huh. But, um, you have players like Welsh and um, Julian. He played in that game, didn't he? Duffy and Iyer. Duffy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Duffy, um, Elanussi. Edward didn't even play. Uh, he, was, he was out of COVID, wasn't he? That's right, It was Clamalla yep. and Elanussi up front. <laughs> I mean, you're talking, David Tumble wasn't even in that uh-huh. game. It was Brown, McGregor, I remember it. Um, quite vividly but it's a, it is genuinely that a because totally you were sober for that one. What?
0: That because you were sober I for was that one. on call for that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was on call um, but I it's, I would say if I was Steven Gerrard then I would be going in and hammering that team I mean they've got a couple of days off he did say that after the game but when they, they go back to um, they go back to training and they regroup they need to analyse that game and go right Yep. what's happening here because that in a in a weird way it, it could be a turning point because yeah. if there's any team that i've seen in the last 10 years that can bottle a 19 point lead oh, it's going know. to be rangers <laughs> you know what i mean i mean i hate to say it yep. because you just don't want that to happen to anyone but to bottle a 19 I mean, we say 19 points it could easily be 10 uh-huh, but um, yep. but uh, I mean, if Celtic are going to forge any sort of comeback, then they need to, they can't slip up again. They, they need, need to win every game. They need to keep
0: the pressure on every game. And it can't be like 1 0 here And the Celtic. need to come out and make statements every single game. Aye. But when you're talking about Rangers needing to analyse that game and it could be a turning point, I, you know, I love a football cliche. I absolutely love them. And there's oh. two that come to mind for this game. It's one for Celtic, it's, you know, that age cliche. If you don't take your chances, then you pay for it. That's the yep. first half. Celtic never took their chances. Rangers didn't even have a chance on target, yep. but the no. the Celtic still paid for it. And the second one is the market champions as playing poorly and still getting the result. No, I know, I know. That's just, Sir Alex Ferguson would always say you don't need to, if you're a champion, you don't need to play the game well. You just need to get the win. And that's exactly. what done. They went out yesterday, the game plan maybe in the first half they maybe got a bit of afraid with how up for it Celtic were, but they yep. held out in that Rangers defence that we've spoken about all season, only conceding five goals in the league. They held strong. They kept Celtic at bay, and then when they got their own chance, they made the most of it. That's, yep.
1: Basically. Listen, I, I totally agree with you because it was definitely one of the a games where I was thinking of all the cliches as well. Uh-huh. Like that save for McGregor, the one for Griffiths, the one that everyone's talking about uh-huh. as a title winning save. But like that comes to your end. mind. Like those are the type of saves that win your league titles. Yep. Your defence wins you league titles. I mean, I, I could go on and on because I like a cliche just as much <laughs> as you. But I mean, that save was just tremendous. And just a wee question for you. I know that it was before our time, Andy Gorham, but you have obviously seen... I know that you have seen all the The saves. Aye, Van Hoydonk being one of thousands... Well, I wouldn't say thousands. What am I talking about? Tens and tens of saves that he produced against Celtic that broke Celtic's heart. I mean, they dominated Rangers in the 90s. Yep, yep. But it was Andy Gorham that kept them at bay. Andy Gorham is like the the 90s or the 80s version of Alan McGregor.
0: I, there's, there's definitely a comparison to drop two to them in the rangers Daft, they're brilliant goalkeepers and they seem to be carrying ugh, I, I don't know if i'd say carrying the weight of the team on their shoulders i said certainly for that first half yesterday alan mcgregor carried the of rangers it yep. was him that got rangers through that first half uh, where would you rank them what mcgregor and Gordon? who's yeah.
1: the other one oh yeah i suppose you put Stefan claus in because that would have been your time oh well, it was my time so it's going to be your time so. well
0: andy Gordon mcgregor who's who'd i put higher yes Alan McGregor who's on the podium is who's got the winner's medal Alan McGregor's number one for me honestly I, yeah look at the keepers that Alan McGregor's had behind him Neil Alexander who was a great yeah. goalkeeper John McLaughlin who was a great goalkeeper and yep. keeps him out of the squad like I think
1: Neil, Neil Alexander was a great goalkeeper years ago,
0: years ago talking to my brother about this one. Neil Alexander uh, Alan McGregor and Dave Gordon were at the, the, yep. peak the peak of their career and saying England would be blessed and they'd be so happy to have the goalkeepers at Scotland to have at their selection, because Aye. they were going through that spell with Joe Hart and Robinson. Paul Robinson. They had a really poor selection. Of and they would, I think even still, I think a keeper of Alan McGregor's quality could make it in to a much, much bigger team, even though he's at the it is, but he's so loyal, and it showed yesterday again just how much he actually means to that team and how important it is to that team.
1: Yeah. no, it's quite an interesting take. Um, right, okay, so we'll go into the second half. Uh-huh. I think in the first half, we both agree Celtic were absolutely dominant. They oh, should
0: have took their chances, yep, that's what's cost them the game.
1: Well, but was it no just... I don't think that was necessarily... I mean, Griffiths maybe could have had a better shot for his first shot in target. The Eduard one, the third minute in, probably should score that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean there. Whereas Griffiths produced a moment of magic, Yep, but it was just, you know even more magic if you like from al mcgregor
0: yeah no i just think they were very good at the high press but i think they were maybe a little bit slow yeah not tumble edward or griffiths because they're already up there but the other three midfielders your sorrow your Christie, and your mcgregor yeah maybe just a little bit too slow in the transition to actually put Rangers on the back foot from that press yeah had that been worked on maybe if they played that system for a wee bit longer like a bit more comfortable playing it but the midfield were obviously slow to come into that attacking phase and put the pressure on rangers maybe that's because they you know how flowing well rangers play and how quickly yeah, they yeah. can transition they kind of keep an eye on it but you can't afford to do that in a game that's big
1: yep taking the first half in isolation i just want to actually know your opinions is there any celtic players that didn't stand out for you in the first half Barcats during that dominance do. i suppose i'd <laughs> absolutely nothing to do. do you know who actually was a bit disappointing for me david turnbull that- i know that he stuck to that diamond he was at the tip of the diamond but he just wasn't involved with the game as much as Cal McGregor was absolutely outstanding. Yep. I know that he ended up winning Rangers the game, uh-huh. but <laughs> in the first half he was outstanding. I thought Edward was causing all sorts of issues. Griffiths was even better than Edward for mm-hmm. me. Frimpong causing all sorts of problems. Laxell still causing problems, just not as much as, you know, the other winger and yeah, in, yep. in Frimpong. Sorrow, I mean, just Done his job really. Sorrow
0: played a very clever game yesterday. I think the amount yeah. of fills that he got away with, but they were all kind of just little. The one that he got booked for was Daft wasn't well, it? Well, that's what I'm going to say. That he, he got so many fouls against him before he got booked, and it was clever just to break up Rangers' playing momentum. Anytime they got the ball, sorrow was just there. Nick, can I just a foot in, just break up the play. Yep. He didn't get booked for so long. I thought he put a very clever game, but not Turnbull. I think off the ball, he done a lot, a lot of really good work for South because I said he was the one that initiated that press. And he also he played that pass into Griffiths for that moment of magic, well almost moment of magic. Yep. Uh, but he's not he's, he's not going to get the freedom that he's had against Rangers that he had against like Hamilton and other teams that he's played because it's a different game. Yeah. Rangers midfield is far more robust than anyone else in the league so he's not going to have the space but I thought what he'd done really well was open up the space for Edward and Griffiths the mm-hmm. runs that he made he went he was happy to go out wide selfishly, because he knew he's not going to get the ball and score for there yep. but it opened up the space inside for Edward and Griffiths to get those chances
1: what about Rangers in the first half Who is our players that you thought played well <laughs> Apart from McGregor, of course, McGregor, for, I for me, me yep. Stephen Davis was very consistent throughout the full game. Uh, he I broke bit. up play, I thought Balogun was also extremely good, yeah, and you actually good. seen his pace yep. as well at times when he was chasing Lee Griffiths, and mm-hmm. it looked like Lee Griffiths was going to get to the ball first, but somehow Balligan got there, and it just shows the pace that they've got. We've seen it, obviously, with Christopher Iron, on Ryan Kent later on in the game as well, so it was a bit surprising. Lacks like out know,
0: Morelos as well. Aye, it's
1: aye, that's awesome right. Challenge. That was a great challenge. We'll get on to that in just a bit. Um in terms of who was actually really poor for Rangers, there was players that just kinda I mean Ryan Kent for me tried really hard. He was one of the the yep, front three really that was trying to go in him. the ball and he was trying to drive forward, he was making a lot of space. You know, the stats are never there for a player like Ryan Kent. I but think
0: maybe we could I think maybe the issue of him is he was trying too hard. I know that sounds ridiculous, but when he's getting the ball just straight away, sprint and try yep. and force something to happen, if no one's on the same wavelength as you, you're running the ball, 20-30 yards, taking gas out of the tank for no reason, I think was maybe the only criticism i would had of Ryan Kent in the first half, yep. I think Ruth was very quiet, but I think much the same as Kent, he just, the Raiders couldn't get the ball to him, any real service, so what are they meant to do? I think Hadji's a bit more of a, 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 a good sub to bring on the roof in that game, because he, kinda, he can drop more central, and allow the midfield to come on to him a bit yeah. more than roof does because he is a number nine right
1: Aye. Like, that is true is there any rangers players that you thought didn't stick to their roles obviously there must have been some
0: that stood out for you as being really uh, poor i don't think, it was two for me in particular but i'll let you i don't know if, honestly i don't think rangers were bad in the first half yesterday i think Celtic just came out with such a high intensity that it really stopped rangers from being able to do what they've been able, what they've been doing this season i think that's the full point that. Diamond haven't seen it in action against Rangers. I think that's why Neil Lennon yep. picked that formation as the one he's wanting to go forward with, because he knows he can exploit issues and Rangers with it. But, no, maybe maybe Barisic wasn't the great if you Just the minute he was getting burned off Rimpong I in the space, he I... was leaving him behind him. Other than that, no, I don't think anybody had a bad game. For me,
1: it wasn't Barisic, but I do, I do take your point on board there. I thought um, him and Roof potentially weren't at the races. They weren't particularly bad, though. I thought you know, and I, and I was texting in the group chat. I thought Joe Aribo was Joe extremely Evo's, poor aye. in the set, in, in uh, first half. Sorry, he just he spent more time on the ground. Um, I think Celtic just outnumbered the midfield three for Rangers, yep. and that's probably how it worked uh-huh. so well for them. But Joe Aribo, every time he got the ball, he was losing it f- f- for me.
0: Aye, Joe was poor, he actually. was
1: breaking up the play, the, the space between the Rangers' front. Th- Front free in the Rangers midfield just wasn't there. Mm. That was probably what caused a lot of their issues anytime they were trying to attack from midfield to front. They were extremely poor, and he was probably the catalyst and the reason why it never reached the likes of Morelos or Ruth or Kent or them like that. The other player for me I thought that was really poor was actually Alfredo Morelos, which is quite funny because. Joe Aribo and Alfredo Morelos, you could argue, won Rangers a game. Yep. Because <laughs> Alfredo Morelos does what Alfredo Morelos does and he, he gets beat on, sent off. He knows what he's doing. We'll get into that a bit. And Joe Aribo, if it wasn't for his glancing header, um, just the actually, like, funnily McGregor, enough, got yep. it on the, the TV now. Um, if it wasn't for that glancing header, then Kyle McGregor deals with it a bit better. It comes off his left shoulder slash left arm yep. and that's how it makes its way into the Celtic net. But for me, Joe Aribo and Alfredo Morelos very sloppy in possession. Morelos just he had the game. The, the The type of game that he had was the type of games that he's been having all season. He's just very sloppy. His first touch isn't there. Yeah. He looks very slow. He looks a half a yard off pace, off the pace. And I think you know that's shown in that first half.
0: But okay, fair enough. I, I take what you say about Aribo. I. I can't believe I actually forgot about him because we were all talking about how poor he was right. but again he's not a midfielder is he? he he's more of an attacker I mean he gets played in a midfield three that are quite drilled, well drilled in what Gerard expects him to do he's never going to be that Ryan Jack type yeah. player for different players Ariba's more of a flair player, player and a luxury player to have in your squad Ryan Jack's a workhorse and that midfield works the only, the only way that midfield three works is if you have three players that are willing to give it all Ariba why was very poor yesterday his first touch was shocking Morelos, as you said, done what he done. But I don't think he's been necessarily poor all season. I think he's just played a different role from what we've seen last season. Yeah, he's definitely... His playing. finishing's not been great. His finishing has been in the past few weeks and maybe the past few months has been off where mm-hmm. it should be. But generally, I think he's actually playing quite well. He, he suits the
1: system the Rangers are currently playing because he's aggressive. Um, he, he runs defenders out and there's a lot of focus on him, a lot of man marking for Morelos mm-hmm. with the opposition. But... There's no excuse for the touches that he's making, the passes that yeah. he's trying to pull off, and his shots. Aye. We didn't really see one against Celtic, <laughs> funnily enough, because he just can't score against <laughs> Celtic. But I think that was his 14th game, by the way. Against Celtic. Against Celtic. He's, not scored. he's still no scored. Wow. But there's no excuse for just playing football. It doesn't matter what position you play in. Aye, if you can't like- do the fundamentals of football right, then you're always going to be harshly criticised. So.
0: I will not have had a lot of strikers in the time that can't take a first touch. Maybe we've seven of them now. I know. I know. Who, who's that big boy up front? Marius Ogonpo or David Ogonpo? He's got uh, really the first touch. First
1: touch. touch. The elephant. Aye, like a
0: Laughlin. I mean, that's harsh on the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel bad for the elephant. Right,
1: so second half came and a bit of a surprising change. Janis Hadji came on. Everyone was expecting that. Nah, that's not the bit that was a bit surprising. But it was the other side of that when Kimar Roof was the player that was coming off for of Rangers. Eating a cake again. Getting a cake again. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
0: <laughs> Maybe a bit surprised to see it when it happened, but in hindsight, you you can understand why change was made. Roof's said, "Yeah, he's good going forward. Maybe midfield. He's no as, he's not as good as linking the play up. Whereas Hadji came on the sh- straight away that shot he had in his left foot, but it wasn't it wasn't on target. But it kind of." built Rangers' confidence and get out the pitching. Yep. And you for the past maybe three or four weeks that we've seen him playing, he has been very, very good. Yep. Uh, but it's hard to analyse that though because, I mean, it didn't really change the course of the game as much.
1: Nah, well, it's, it's easy to, to say that because Celtic didn't come out and they didn't do the high press right for the bird goal, which was a bit surprising. I think everyone was expecting Neil Lennon to just go, right, just keep it the same. The yep. goal will come. But, Aye, I suppose Hadji came on, got of like good first touches, taking it by. A couple of players got a shot half for Rangers, yep. which was a, a positive <laughs> for Steven Gerrard. But, um, yeah, just going back to the roof, I was a bit surprised by that because I, I thought if he was going to take a player off for Hadji, uh, aye, take a player off for Hadji, it would have been Alfredo Morelos. In, like and, roof and, central. Aye, mm-hmm. exactly, um, because he has been playing there very well for Rangers of late. But the reason... Um, but we discovered after the game uh, when Gerald was talking about um, the reason for the substitution you was about it fa- was about fa- aye that's right so Kemal Ruff he got a slight niggle in his quad yep. that's what he said a niggle <laughs> in his quad <laughs> I hate that word a niggle aye yeah. there's he's certain phrases out there I just aye. hate
0: see when somebody goes like that ah, a lick of paint a, a wee lick of paint a niggle aye because if you think you're a professional football professional athlete you've got a niggle get it aye, like, you, you don't get subbed off for a niggle you get subbed off for a broke leg <laughs> should be <you get laughs> a niggle
1: I know, that's very old school of you. but um, <laughs> I, that, So he's turned to his technical staff, Steven Gerrard, about 40 minutes. And he says, listen, you're going to need to change this, which is probably music to a lot of Rangers fans' ears because we have seen it, especially in the games, such as the old firm games. Mm. Gerrard is very reluctant and he doesn't change yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that was maybe music to Rangers fans' ears that he's actually thinking about changing it when it isn't going well. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what he did. Um, so he turned to his technical staff about 40 minutes saying we need to change it and it just so happens at half time Kimar Roof revealed to them that he had a a slight niggle in his quad and that played into Steven Gerrard's hand so he took full advantage of that took Kimar Roof off and put Giannis Hadji on and I always think that's just a a bit of a good insight because they can come out and just say aye this and that hit you with a bit of bullshit like they always do Mm -hmm. but I like it when Managers, by the way, it's like David Martindale. See every. I don't know if you've. Oh, he's very honest. Yeah, it he tells you what he's thinking and like he's t- he's tactical. Yep. his reasons behind it. I always like that. I always the like. But managers, like... to
0: be fair, Brian Rice is very open, and honest. Like, after every game, he gets a lot of stick for it. But we'll sack the old Turner, Sorry. No, we'll no, it's, no, it's no, it's
1: fine to go off and t- It's fine. to what the, the
0: glorious Hamilton in the main episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to like start this episode, like right, we're doing it. Ha, the <laughs> Lanarkshire Classical, the big derby at the weekend, but uh you must be saving that for the for the main episode, yeah. Right, um, second half. I've just written here, Griffiths chance just after that incredible block by Balligan. Not much to really say on
0: that, apart from what I just said. I <laughs> think um, the second half it was it was a pretty dull game. In the second yeah. half, there's two moments that you need to talk about in the second half well we're coming to that my next bullet point Is it? Beaten. Be- Beaten? what am Beaten. I talking about
1: <laughs> Beaten. on satman
0: Biton. red mm-hmm. card was it a red card or not it's a red card die, and I think Neil McCann will be sitting there fingering beat <laughs> <laughs> because he's <laughs> to blame there <laughs> that's, he's, uh, he's he's been caught out the, the ball's been over the top it's turned this out of defence and they're, they're on their heels a wee bit yeah. but it was as sharp as a tactic onto it yep. biton's behind him and i don't know why he's decided to collide with him and put his arms around him he's made it very easy for morelos to go down you know what type of player morelos is you know he's going to go down you know you're going to get sent off i don't know why he's had to go so tight to him if i'm beat on no i know i'm not but if i'm beat on what i'm doing is i'm taking maybe a wee second checking inside getting goal side morelos is away and he's quicker he's obviously gonna to have to take the touch to start going goalwards. just allow yourself to have a position where you can defend rather than just bear hug him to the ground it's shocking challenge deserved a red there's no there's no denying that it was a red card yeah he's denied a clear
1: goal scoring opportunity so just after the red card we then not see neil lennon obviously they had to then change shape because rangers have now got the upper hand in the game mm-hmm. we've seen shane duffy <laughs> coming on <laughs> the just, years. i know it's just the what the part years the banner years the banner Is years they're calling it now? Uh, Shane Duffy is just the, the, the top of that banner years list and it's just no luck for him at all I nah mean, it's been a shocking move he comes on five minutes later there was actually somebody put a tweet out as well how this just keeps happening to Duffy like any time he plays Celtic concede a goal yep. so somebody had actually said that just as he got subbed on and it was be like five minutes later with the Asterix Gold Rangers yeah. and that's exactly what happened and it was quite <laughs> creepy and well not really creepy it's probably a bit of a a good guess that you could make about duffy <laughs> isn't it his real fault for There's, the goal no, you cannot blame him for that at all no i know i just i, I kind of feel bad for him i mean I, i'll hold my hands up for rewind about 13 episodes and i said that he's one of the, the best
0: islands best ever in scotland to right. I, I? I,
1: you know he, he was the best in that transfer window and it was the best transfer window i've seen a celtic mm-hmm. in many many years probably ever actually um and I'll hold my hands up, you said it as well, I think everybody said it, yep. that he was going to be this leader, this big fuck off centre half. He started off to...
0: well as well, really he played good games and he scored goals against St stuff, he started off brilliantly and then just, he's collapsed, he's crumbled, he's fell on his ass. No, no, definitely. You, can you get the subs up?
1: Because my phone's right playing up. Aye. I think so they the made... subs.
0: Who came on? So there was Shane Duffy came on and Griffiths came off, which by the way... I really don't think griffith should have been the, the strike at the make way i don't know what his fitness is like i don't obviously I don't want him day in day out but i mentioned it earlier griffith's the number nine who can exploit space and edward is a kind of false nine who allows that space for griffiths griffiths is gonna be the one that chases the balls up the channel he's gonna be the one that does that running for you i don't know why griffiths is the one that came off the two yesterday that played there was one abundantly more interested in the game than the other and he was forced to make way because he was totally sending I think it
1: he was just humped because he was doing that high press that first half and a player like Lee Griffiths who maybe Neil I... Lennon never thought a couple of probably a month ago couldn't play half a football
0: maybe he was right but you know what type of player Griffiths is you know what type of person is seeing games like that where it's, mm-hmm. it means so much to him personally I, I guarantee you could get another 20 minutes out of him maybe not a 100% but I think Griffiths at 50% of old for him was better than odds than Edward offered yesterday Aye. I don't know why Griffiths was the number the man that
1: came off. But would you have took Edward off? Yeah, 100%. Then? Aye. Aye. And it, it was Elinousse that came on for David Turnbull, which was probably maybe a bit of an attacking point of view, but he did take Griffiths off for Duffy. So um, I, I couldn't work out the shape, by the way. Did they go to a three at the back? I could not, couldn't tell you. Nah, I, tell I, you. I, I think they did. I think they went to a three at the back with Beaton. Uh, no, eh, sorry, no, Beaton. Ayer, Ayer. Duffy. Why. so you, we couldn't work it out. It wasn't just because I couldn't player, work it yeah. out, I was pissed. We'll blame <laughs> it on that, right? <laughs> a back
0: three of Duffy and I. I actually <laughs> said <saying> Dton. <details. laughs> <laughs> Julian and Bobo Baldi. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: But, yeah, so five minutes later, Duffy came up, and it was a goal to Rangers, yep. and honestly, I just feel bad for the big guy. I mean, he's just, I don't think he's actually necessarily put too much. He has made mistakes, and you go, "Wow, how's this guy I being a been a Premier League so
0: much?" Because of the amount of money and stuff that went about his name, He was a lot of hype. So every time he makes a mistake, it's highlighted. I know, but
1: also the fact that I don't think a lot of them are actual mistakes. I just think he's in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. for a lot of me. He's like actual curse, this guy, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable when you think about it. But it could easily happen to. He could be a fan of any club, so you don't like to see it, but at the same time, you you know, it's, it's just, it's it's unbelievable, it's surreal yeah. about the time he's having at Celtic. Um, So the goal, it's a free kick by Barisic, I think it comes off Duffy, funnily enough, so it goes for a corner for Rangers. Mm-hmm. Tavernier swings it in, Joe will manage to get a glance his header, just flicks it back, does what he should be doing in that area. And it Unluckily, not Callum McGregor's fault at all,
0: but you can't like, adjust that quickly. There's no chance the balls no, just no. hit off and went in. Exactly, and it made the, the game the tale of the two McGregors, didn't uh, it? Me, Callum. Me, I was just about to say that. What are you? Uh, it's because <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody tweeted us in
1: saying that. I, I can't even remember who it was. <laughs> I'd give him a shout out, but um I tale of two McGregors. That's what I was just about to say. Great minds, etc. Uh, I.
0: Listen, you've got to feel sorry for Callum McGregor. He's not had the best of seasons. He, there's a lot of pressure put on him for such a young guy because of the amount of games that he's played for Celtic. Yesterday, I thought he was actually exceptional. I thought that's one of the best games I've seen him for a while. Yep. And he's been so unlucky with that goal coming off. But I don't think any Celtic fans particularly going to blame him for And You'll probably get the odd few that will yeah. decide to give him threats or whatever. But listen, if that's anybody... Just whoever you were talking about Duffy being in the wrong place at the wrong time, that's been the case for McGregor there. No matter who that is in the world, I don't care if you're Sergio Ramos or... Yeah, Brian Rice, you're no getting out of the way, regardless <laughs> uh, of you. are so I like how you used
1: your own manager of your own club <laughs> there as is, is the lower end in that scale, but <laughs> um, Rangers started to come in at the game after the the um, after the red card. It was a set play that Celtic conceded the game, which will be yep. massively disappointing mm-hmm. for, for Neil Lennon because he is very vocal on the fact that, he, Celtic are so poor at defending Mm set-pieces, whereas in the other end of that, Rangers have conceded two goals for set-play in the league this year, which is incredible. They've only conceded five in the full league this year. Um, But after that, Rangers maybe were going to look at a more attacking game plan. Um, Mm -hmm. They got the goal, and I think from there, they actually reverted back to their plans, and they actually went back to plan A. Yeah, and started defending more because after after that, I mean, it was end to end. I mean, Celtic mm-hmm. looked okay with ten men. They had a chance just after the Rangers goal. Elanusi I mean, uh, unlucky. I uh, was very unlucky. I think it. I mean, a lot of Celtic fans were disappointed with the shot that Elanusi had there, but it's one of the ones. He's just, you would rather he tried the shot that he did take on mm-hmm. rather than. A shot on target that's not going to phase mcgregor ah, i can see what he's trying to do got, he's trying to got put power and to, pace in
0: it yeah. i McGregor me they made it very clear that he wasn't going to beat by anything normal like it had to be a spectacular effort to, to beat him yeah and that's what Elliot tried you see Rogers gets try it later on as well nothing yeah that, you, you had to do something special to beat him yesterday and I'll obviously it was a lot better than ellie effort in the last hold for him oh aye, the man the shin
1: roller that was horrific the craig beat. Made yep. that one against was it George or something? He scored nah, yeah. that yep. his first Scotland Stinkin'. goal. Aye, um, but after that, Duffy's tackle on Kent
0: was it a red. For me, aye, that's a red card. Really, it's, it's late. It's excessive force. He's off the ground with both legs. It's a poor oh, I like poor that. Tackle. Excessive
1: force. I br- know and you're getting brutal in there. I know you're getting all the buzzwords <laughs> that are in that are in actual anyway, rule.
0: All his body weight was off the ground. He's not in control of his body. It's a bad tackle and it's a red card for me. Aye, shocking. Don't know how he's still on the pitch.
1: For me. I don't know. I think it could be given as a red, but it's on the very soft side of it. Mm -hmm. I would have given a yellow, considering it was his first offence in the game. I would have gave a yellow for it, which I did get. Yeah. So I thought it was the right decision. But I know I do. I will take your point on board. I have seen them given. It was the follow-through as well, wasn't it wasn't just the, there the was first lot, initial lot of, contact.
0: There was, there was a bit of menace in it, it wasn't just a tackle to get the ball, there was obviously a bit of personal in there as well and that, what so I Aye. think it makes it a bit different.
1: Aye, on Kent I suppose. Um, and then, we just see after that, there's a bit of a brawl, well, well, typical you, you, of an old firm.
0: You completely missed the Scott Brown getting subbed on, that for me was a decision, I don't know why that's been made, you're looking for you know, pace and you need... the. the, the Whatever Celtic were missing yesterday when they went to ten men, Scott Brown's not the man to make that change happen. When I mean, you see, I think Pong gets the ball, Scott Brown runs out quickly, kind of try and start a counter. Pong feeds in the ball and Scott Brown straight away puts it to the left side of half and just breaks yep. out any kind of that they had. And that's what Scott Brown for the past four and five seasons has done: is slow the ball down and always have to build attacks. And that doesn't work when you're behind. You need to be the better team in the head. Or Scott Brown's role would be really in the game. I think why Scott Brown came on with maybe Neil element, we're there 10 men let's try and get them down to 10 and that's what happened in that bro right. you see Scott Brown really interested in getting himself in and amongst that and nah, trying to make it look like Morelos punched him nah, what nah. an absolute shambles and a disgrace it's just poor poor sportsmanship nah. it is
1: but we're used to that with Scott Brown to be fair
0: I don't even know what he's trying he's put his head down near Morelos Bobby Madden's holding Morelos at the time so he knows he can't throw a punch and he's still trying to get himself off I think He's but, lost his head a wee
1: bit. Listen, nobody likes to see that. See that poor sportsmanship. We see it with Scott Brown quite a lot nowadays, mm-hmm. and I just think it's the way the games went. You see a lot of these players, and you just you're a bit disappointed in Scott Brown because he did come through the ranks and you know the millennium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it should be a, a more established player, um, and you should actually go the opposite way as as you age. But he's sure, actually lose.
0: I lead, uh, lead the game. Don't drag it in the dirt.
1: Aye, aye, exactly. It's just, I, I don't like to see that and he, it's not the first time that I've seen Brown do it, Um, especially when he plays Rangers but, um, I suppose, I mean, what doing, Bobby Madden's holding back Morelos as well? <laughs> as a Celtic <laughs> oh fan,
0: as a Celtic fan, you'd be raging at that? Yep, 100%. Celtic fan, you're because, you know, Morelos is a bomb and you know, in a situation like that, he's a, Liability for a red card, Bobby Madden's held him back, stopped him doing it. <laughs> I love how you come, Bobby Madden. Bobby Madden. He's held him back and stopped him for doing it to get the red card. So, if I'm a Celtic fan, I'm fuming. I'd like to know the rules and what that, like, Bobby Madden's he's just doing his job, the one. Is he it? allowed to, though? Is
1: he yeah, allowed to yeah, hold he... him
0: back? Aye. And then say, but the reason he's holding him back is thinking he's going to kick off, so I'll know Gamer. Aye, Reddard. he's a That's fishy and confusing one for me. I don't know. If I was a Celtic fan, I'd be fuming. you be, you're just you're like, you could.
1: He probably does that all the time but because he's specifically done it with Morelos I can see why Celtic fans would be raging at that and I can see why Rangers fans have plastered it all over social media I (laughs) I, Agent Madden they've been calling him. (laughs) So, um, but just going back to your Scott Brown point because you brought up a good point earlier about the fact that Neil Lennon was looking to play for a draw and that really wasn't what they should have been doing in the game.
0: No, not at all. The the draw stood at Rangers more than yesterday. was it 19 points now and yep. before the game it was 16 obviously the, the draw suited rangers far more than it suited Celtic. obviously both teams want to go out and win it it's Aye. i do don't you. want to make a statement but the draw meant nothing for Celtic. it doesn't close the gap it just stops rangers from extending it more than 16 is already kind of a big enough challenge 19 it's almost insurmountable yep but i do if i know negative I've... substitutes didn't they? play any favor for anybody i don't think
1: yeah um i do to take what you're saying on board. I mean, at half time, I can assure you that. I mean, you never want to go into your own firm, and I'm one, as you know, mm-hmm. one half of the old firm. You never want to play for a draw ever. Mm-hmm. But I can assure you that Rangers fans would. I took a draw at half time. Oh, 100%. And I have Rangers pals, and they were all messaging me saying they would take a draw at half time. Not getting that. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just. I don't get the logic there if I was Neil Lennon. Because we've seen it, mind the year that Siminovich got sent off and for Celtic. At Red ed- uh, Aye, yep. e- exactly. I can it, the 3 2. Uh, yep.
0: You know what I mean? So, then, so, Forrest done it as well when Celtic went to 10 men, squad a winner. Just because you're at 10 men and old fum, it doesn't. It, it's, 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 the passion that's on and, and every single player in that game, 10 men almost doesn't matter because it happens that often, if you know uh, what I mean. I know. But to be so Six out of the last
1: seven games, it's been a red card, it, though.
0: No. But to be so negative and make those substitutes that he did, I, I think that tells you enough that you need to know about how Neil Lennon fears this Rangers side. I think there is a fear there. Jenke feels uh, fears Brown, so he
1: felt like a pressure to bring on Brown.
0: I don't think so necessarily, no. I just think, I think he's got a massive fear of that Rangers team in the way they're playing. I think he's he's worried, and I, I, nobody's going to be worried for his job because I suppose he's not been good enough this season. And the way that he, he, he reached Celtic steamrolled Rangers yesterday for the best part of 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. They steamrolled, they were absolutely yep. all over them and they still lost. Yeah, What does he need to do to beat that Steven Gerrard Rangers team? Is it Is Can learn Lennon do it? Is there a mental barrier there now as well? It's, you don't know. And I think the league title is pretty much been delivered with that goal yesterday.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really hard for Celtic to forge a comeback for me. But, I mean, just looking at the game... Neil Lennon said after it that, you know, um Barkas had absolutely nothing to do mm-hmm. in the full game. So if he was thinking that, why do you know just take Barkas out of goals and put a jetty on?
0: <laughs> i leave yourself with a diamond before
1: <laughs> one to no, one. I because mean, they were a better team <laughs> when they were playing ten V ten and in, in the outfield positions. But I'll be in a jetty, just on the bench, five million pounds striker. Mm-hmm. Didn't even get a minute yesterday. So do you not know, think, instead of maybe bringing on Brown, as you were saying, or Duffy, or even El Hamid, he came on as well, yeah. put on a jet, Go attacking. It doesn't matter if you're down to 10 men. Yeah. You, you need to close the gap. This is the game to close the gap and take the pressure off uh-huh. slightly. Because if it then goes down to four points, if you win your three games in hand, that's a totally different well, that's story. High. That's
0: a different kettle of pressure on Rangers. Yeah. like it puts more pressure on them. But, but yesterday, making the negative substitutes, allowing Rangers to put the pressure on them i don't i don't understand it at all one bit it does not make aye. sense to me you need to go out, and especially i an old firm derby you need to go out and make a statement that's what the field game's about you there's yep. the two teams that compete for the league every year and it's really that realistically that each other are the only real competition
1: aye. aye i don't know what you mean there um i mean we could go on to we could maybe argue with hibbs but after their performance yesterday <laughs> but we'll
0: get on to that in the main episode i suppose um so there's one sure. more thing i want to cover we spoke aye. about Maria Loss's challenge on frimpong early in the game mm-hmm. there's a similar one later on with griffiths on mcgregor later on McGregor just leaves it on mcgregor a bit late just mcgregor gets rid of the ball on griffiths just mm, stand and i stamp on him i think griffith's lucky not to get booked there as well yeah i think <laughs> mcgregor's also lucky not to get booked to him at a shooting he was doing after it aye. Bobby, Bobby, aye. Bobby. Aye. Aye, i know you could see that could you see that in the sports
1: scene one no no, no, it was him. I've watched it like five times and I still don't know that. Not just that, because <laughs> no, there's no the crowd, crowd noise in the sports scene, man. Uh, so right, I was okay. thinking you can maybe see that. you actually seen Neil Lennon at one point saying, Hodgson, Hodgson, fucking pass it better. <laughs> like, you can pure see him shouting that. Like, you don't need a, a, a lip reader to, to work out what he was saying. You could actually hear him because there's no crowd noise. But, yeah, I mean, we're getting to the closing stages. Cedric Eating came on, blah, blah, blah. We could talk about that. Ethan probably did more than Morelos in the full game, <laughs> apart from obviously Morelos getting beat on, sent off, but Ethan came on, he got a shot, don't really know, need to go too much, it wasn't a big torn point, I, I just thought I'd throw it in mm-hmm. to say that um, he possibly even played better than Morelos. Okay. Um, so, is there anything else you want to say?
0: Well, we do a man of the match. I on you go. For me, Alan McGregor. The first half we spoke about a great length, how... Dominant Celtic, well, in a amount of chances they created Alan McGregor, just kept it in 0 Yep, And that's what allowed Rangers to get the three points. Yep. Any other goalkeeper, probably in Scotland, wouldn't have made those saves that he made or be as composed as he was. And the level headedness that Alan McGregor can consistently show in an old firm game is spectacular.
1: And his mentality is elite, isn't it?
0: Yep, especially for those type of big games. It's what can kind have, of, maybe not this season, but what we've seen for Scott Brown for the past four or five years as well, is that being able to. Almost controlled the game, and Alan McGregor's been a massive, massive part in that. The performance he made just so to keep it now, now my man of the match. Yeah, Matt everyone you just said there is
1: my opinion as well. Al McGregor, all day long, yeah, yeah, and it, it, they got it right. He did get man of the match. Did
0: he so, get it? I know he I, I got it, and they had
1: done a wee interview with him. I just think the Alan McGregor interviews are hilarious. He doesn't give two fucks. He doesn't give a monkey's when they thinks about him. Mm-hmm. So it's just always funny listening to him after the game. He was actually raging after the game. He <laughs> said the Rangers were extremely poor and he looked really angry, to be fair. Um, but that just shows his mentality. And as I said, a couple of days from now, I think there's a lot of things to be angry about with Rangers in the game. Yep. Um, can Celtic still
0: win the league? It's it's a tricky question that because I they can it's only this, there's nineteen points that's what seven games. Right, listen, uh, I know
1: they mathematically can. Do
0: you think they will? I don't think they will. No, I think the league title is done. You think it's done? But, but that's, that's that's I know isn't it? because if Rangers start to think that, that's when the, the trouble comes in. Well, that's what happened the past two seasons. They need to. They, they don't get me wrong. They're like a far more professional outfit now. They're like a lot more consistent than they have yeah. done in the past couple of seasons and they're still, they're still undefeated in the league, the league this season so that's I think you need to really start anyone who hasn't you need to start putting a bit of respect on this team because they definitely definitely deserve it
1: yep I I just want to if MD's listening to this that's maybe in the not the league's absolutely done and then also Rangers fans are listening to this saying the same thing that the league's done but mm-hmm. won it I just want maybe you used to learn that it's not and we've seen bigger swings in football. We've seen... I it's 19 points. We've never seen anything quite as big as that. I don't know if you know that. But 19 points has never been lost. In Scotland? F- or, ever. Well. In, in the world. I've seen that. The Daily Record put that on this morning. But it's not quite 19 points. Games in hand. It's It could be 10. And that's the thing that you need to remember. That can genuinely change. But it could be 10.
0: Yeah? It could be 10. It could be 10 in a row.
1: I suppose I... Um, but, yeah, just, if it's 10, then it's going to take, what, four games? Because Rangers goal difference is good, as good as a point. Yeah. So it's, if you want to look at it, it might be 11. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter how many points Celtic are to catch up. I highly doubt they're going to be able to match Rangers goal difference. Yeah. Um, shout out to Hamlet <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: plenty. Aye.
1: <laughs> um, I think that's us for the for the future featured episode. Yeah. Um, Ah uh, bit of a long one this week. Uh that is a bit long for a featured episode considering that it might be fifteen minutes, but I suppose that is the, the biggest game, not not even in Scotland, but
0: probably the world. Scotland's held its breath and me couldn't hold a wish. That's pretty much the way, isn't it?
1: Exactly. That's a good analogy of it. Anyway, cheers Jim. Cheers, Jim.